When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Ooh, honey, it's about to get gossy up in here. Uh, do you hear the goss? I do. Meow. I like it. <laughs> no, I like to feel the goss, honey. Feel it, feel it. Are you uh, feeling Miss Savon all dolled up? We're going to talk about it. And we're also talking about TV gigs, drag with a broken elbow, and Bob on tour with Madonna. And we take a moment to remember an iconic queen who passed away. Yes, plus the DMs are full as usual, heavy and full and turgid. Heavy, honey. You ready to goss this? Meow. Let's do it. Girl, I'm gonna knock the leash law. M. Oh. M. Mom. You look like meow, meow Mix. Meow, What's meow, going on meow, here? Meow, 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 meow. Cat meow. got your tongue, baby? Meow. Oh, you some mama's milk. We want to welcome you back for you yet back. another steaming. Steaming. Piping. Piping. Scalding. scalding. Serving of hot ah, This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives. Gossip and politics. Politics. And take a deep dive into the DMs. So let's get into some... Wow. Well, here, jump through this hoopla, little kitty. (laughs) This is a video episode, so if you're watching this, congratulations to your eyeballs. What a sight to see. (laughs) Am I a cat or am I Liza Minnelli? The world may um, never know. I think you're Katiza Minnelli. It's Liza Minnelli in a production of Cats. Are you looking Meow. for hot chat or four ninety nine a minute? Meow. Hot chat or hot cat? <laughs> why not? Two, why not both? <laughs> My pussy juices in his dreads. That's why he smells like cat. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, every time you're kissing him, you're tasting my pussy. 
Remember yeah. that from um, from Poetic Justice when the girl gets kicked out of the hair salon? What? And Janet's like, in Poetic Justice, this girl this girl is like, her and her friend are, do- are bad-mouthing and dogging this girl out. She's uh-huh. like, not even real human. That's synthetic. And the girl's like, remember, every time you kiss him, you're tasting my pussy. <laughs> And Janet's like, ooh. That <laughs> is very Willem coded. You would Honey. say that. <laughs> Full, fully boots. Fully boots. Um, this is a video episode. And how special for you. Don't call the ASPAs. This is my cat sister, Alaska. <laughs> feel her pussy. Feel her cat. Take her to the back. And she'll show you her frontline scars. Um, she had bed bugs. She's a Parisian cat. She's. A, I, are you French pussy? Parisian bedbugs, is that a thing? Yes, very much so right now. Why are they Parisian? Because they're in France for Fashion Week. Oh, so everyone in France has bedbugs is what you're saying. Yeah. I learned about it. I learned about it from either Jackie Burns or Kaylee Capaldi from Titanic because they were making an improv in the show about it. Kaylee Kapowski? uh, No, Kaylee Capaldi. Oh. She's a famous TikToker and a castmate in Titanic. Titanic, I'm sorry. And they were talking about the Paris bedbugs during Fashion Week not being able to live off of the model's uh, nicotine-soaked blood. Um, (laughs) And I thought it was hilarious. I can't believe I'm still smoking, girls. None of the other girls are smoking. Chrissy doesn't smoke. Cindy doesn't smoke. Linda doesn't smoke. I'm the last one, but now it's on video. And I swear I'm going to quit. This is me documenting it. Put a phone in your hand and throw it at the screen and I'll believe you. It's terrible. <laughs> do, now, do you know that Naomi Campbell's voice is actually it's Betty Davis with an English accent? How wonderfully camp. It is. This rhinestone's about to fall off my lips, so get all the shine in while you can. What did you use to affix it, dear? Do we, can you say that on air? Cummies. <laughs> <laughs> now this this look is very artsy fartsy basquiat. Um, Dope Tavio slash Lee Bowery. Yeah, they saw it two days ago. You can shut the fuck up. I put a stone on. I changed the look. I changed it completely. Oh, totally different. So much better. Oh, see, you really, you were going to be in the top this week with that rhinestone, but. Learn your words. Meow, 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 (laughs) meow. Now Uh, your look, this is giving feline panther on the runway. Uh, kitty cat collar, kitty cat that- collar, call girl, um, and Josie and the Josie and the pussy cats. It's very very nice. It's like Janice Ian joins Josie and the pussy cats. It took three whole hours, hours and, five and three long days. days. That's and- Josie and the pussy cats, right? Uh huh. I'm a punk rock punk cat. Tara Reed. Don't you want to see me cat? She's a colleague. Um. Uh, Yes. No, that is very drag race. Like the girl who's dressed like a cat. One of the girls is dressed like a cat and they give them the lip sync song. It's the Meow Mix theme from the Meow Mix commercial. The but other we're not girls pulling just this for normal. you. <laughs> we're not pulling this for you for this week at all. <laughs> it's a very drag race. Oh, I have a broken arm. Nobody likes a bragger. Oh, wow. 
the, all it, that cast? It's actually my elbow. It's actually my elbow. I'm just, uh, I just say broken arm because it's just faster to say. And like, it eliminates a lot of questions. And like, I'm not telling people what my fucking, like, I'm not telling people anything. I'm just like, yeah. Damn. How so, long are you going to be in that? I don't know, a few weeks. Like, I can't get into it with every single person. Like, every single person wants to know, like, what are you doing? What is the, what is the thing? Just, I, I I'm just going to amputate. While you were busy building drag closets for Habitat for Hutranity. Is this my chance to be on uh, RPDR No Limbs? <laughs> Do you know what and I'm Ru- talking and Ru- about? And RuPaws. RuPaws, because you're dressed as a cat. <laughs> oh my God. Cro- this is the crossover this event. This is the moment. This, this the could moment. only happen once in a generation. Honestly, you you slayed, you slayed the game right now. So how did you really break it? Would you mind sharing us the story? I what was, hair were you wearing? I was doing a drag queen story hour. And um, some Nazis and white supremacists came around. And I fought them off with my left arm. And it broke in the process. You're, wait, you're Alaska McMichael's Thunderfuck? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Now, no one got uh, this on video, right? That's the story. No, there was no video. Um, Store's security footage as far was as down, too. Yeah. If... <laughs> If anyone got the footage, please share. I singly hand I single-handedly fought back the Proud Boys with my non-dominant hand. Thank you. For yeah. um truth, beauty, or truth, justice, and love, at least. Meow. And I was dressed as a cat at the time. Mm-hmm. And I Latigra, smelled like bitch. Cat. I love it. Yeah. No, um, I fell I- over, okay? I fell over. And you couldn't get up or you could get up? It was the, and I'm just, I'm so glad that it happened when I like, when like in the middle of the day, like I wasn't out like drinking, like carousing, having a wild time. I didn't fall off a stage during a show. I literally was in my house. It was the middle of the day. And I had to try on these boots with the outfit because the color was so close. I had painted these boots the color was so close, but I was like, it will probably read from stage, but I want to like get in the whole thing and like take a picture just to be sure. So I put the whole thing on, I put the boots on and kaboom, I just fell over because my floors are really fucking slippery. You weren't the house down boots. You went down in the house in the boots. Uh, Yes, boots back. Down house boots, boots back to the hospital. I landed on my wrist. It hurt so bad. And then I was like, yes, I landed on my wrist. And it hurt so bad. And I was like, you know what? Like, it's probably going to be fine. I heal really fast from stuff. It's going to be fine. And then like an hour later, I was on the phone with, I was on the phone with Nick. And then I like felt my elbow and my elbow was like engorged. So I was like, oh, fuck. I have to go to the fucking doctor now. So I went to urgent care. They were absolutely no help. They told me to go to a different urgent care in the morning. Then I went to the other urgent care in the morning. And the urgent care was like, we've never heard of you, but we can schedule you for like two weeks from Thursday to do like a, to do an MRI. I was like, what is going, does, 
does no one realize that my arm is going to fall off? And no one seemed to like care or want to help me. So I was like freaking out. The medical system in America is so fucked up. Like uh, they just, they would rather just let you like drop dead than like help, I think. So I went to the emergency room at Hollywood Presbyterian and there- No, not that hospital. No, they were wonderful. Oh. They they are understaffed and under-resourced clearly because everyone's running around. No one knows what's going on. I saw about 10 different people that were all in a rush. Somebody wrapped my arm up really fast. Uh, But the doctor seemed to really care. She was just really- There's a Chipotle right there too. Yes. She was just really overworked. The whole team was. They told me it was going to be a 10-hour wait. And I was like, fine, great, go for it. It wasn't a 10-hour wait, luckily. Oh, but, my gosh. But they, then they were like, okay, well, you need to go see a specialist. I was like, if I would have known that I just had to go see a specialist, I would have done that first. Rather than waiting here for ka 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 Why do you so need to see I a specialist? See this- it's a broken elbow. Well, you have to see an orthopedic, you know, person. A surgeon to, to make like, sure they don't need to do surgery? Well, to be like, what's going on? It's an elbow. I don't know. There's a lot of bones in there. So I went to the specialist. They were wonderful. Keck. Keck of USC. They were fucking amazing. That was like going to a literal spa compared to the other medical places I had gone to. The good people like Keck and Keck, USC. Keck and Keck, they were wonderful. Um, And so, yeah. So now I'm, I'm, you know, well on my way to um, getting better. I'm sorry for your saga, but I'm sure you'll find a way to incorporate into your show at $3 Bill this Friday. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be a casted beauty. Uh-huh. I mean, this is the thing is this isn't even a cast technically; it's a splint. Oh, so the, you're splinterella. The hard thing about all of this is just the hard thing is the cast. <laughs> but right, I'm very like a I'm very like surprisingly learning about myself. I'm a very like impatient and fast paced person, like in my day to day, in my day to day life. And so this is forcing me, like I like taking a shower just takes twice as long. Like going to bed takes twice as long because you have to like lay a certain way. If you forget to plug in the thing or turn off the thing, it's like a whole thing. So luckily I have people in my life who are very, very helpful and who've been wonderful. But it's like, it's really just, it's, um, it's, It's a thing. Well, one thing that won't take too long is this break. We'll be right back. This break. Or this break, not that break. How could you say the word break? How could you say the word break to me right now? I'm a sensitive cow. Bessie Johnson. Bessie Johnson is an insensitive cow. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right, and I think 
Uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag. And use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's helixsleep.com slash drag. And use code HELIXPARTNER20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Bitch, I just saw Diane Weist. You did? Oh, Diane Weist. She's she does a play in the in the theater attached to my theater for Titanic. And I wanted to tell her that one of um my favorite Twitter handles was Diane Weist Infection, but I held off <laughs> and I, I just said to her, um, Miss Weist, I'm doing a play here too. And I always say in the mirror, someone has to like me best. <laughs> and she giggled and she's she um the elevator's supposed to be one person only, but she let me on anyway, and I rode to the basement. And it was a wonderful elevator ride with a two-time Oscar winner. And it was Thank so much fun. There's the uh, love and optimism versus cynicism and sex. Oh, There's wedding. The, it's an affirmation. That's the cover of Time and People magazine right there. We'll get the Pope's <laughs> blessing. It's not hard. She's a powerhouse. She's a She's wonderful actress. She's fucking amazing. I love and that then, you are colleagues with her. And then I saw Paige Davis from Chases because her husband, Peter Page, is doing a play about all of Shakespeare's villains. Like, he plays all of them somehow. I don't Who know does? how. But 
Peter Page. He was the original Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast, and he was oh, he's in, he was in Hades Town. Um, but he's there, and he said the he said Hamlet inside the theater where he was working, and then he blew his knee out that same night. Can you believe that? So Mama now he's on a crutch. Do a, no, 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 no. The theater, the theater has ghosts, baby. She do. Yeah. Now, if this was your ghost outfit, would you be happy? Uh, dressed as a cat for all of eternity? Fuck yeah, dude. Uh-huh. I would be pleased as punch. Uh-huh. What would your kitty name be? Saved by kitty litter. Uh, my kitty here. name would be Kitty, like Kitty Galloway, my character in Drag the Musical. Which oh. now I think Kitty Galloway needs hair like this. She does need Is kitty cat hair camp? for sure. Yeah. No, definitely I think. Go for it. Nick says it's too camp. What does she know? She's a faggot. <laughs> she's a faggot. I like her, but she's a faggot. Um, I love this drag. You say she's a faggot. <laughs> Do you know that Jewel song? Anyway. No, I don't. You saw some drag out there in the world to, uh, the other night. You know what? Good drag is happening all over the world, but in New York City, it's really present and prevalent. Um, right in the front. For, yeah. First of all, there was there was so much good drag. I went to Todrick's show last night, and that was <sighs> fucking amazing. Uh, my sister oh, Rachel, Rhea. Drag's baddest bitch. She opened, and she's uh, his hype woman, and um, the show was sickening. Uh I was just so impressed at at everything he does. Um, the drag brunch I went to the day before with my drag daughters, um, what, it had Simone, Raja. Um, who else was there? Shangela was there. Um, Bojangles was there. I uh, love that. Other, Bojangles was great. There was another girl from Dragula who was amazing. Um, I think her name was Mari. Oh, uh, these Dragula girls. Oh my god, they're gonna be the death of me. <laughs> they were they they were so great and so energetic. There were like penis waffles and like porky hollandaise bites and like the New York food and wine uh threw it for God's love we deliver, who delivers like tons of um diet specific meals for people suffering from cancer or HIV. So it was all for a good cause. Penis waffles? And, uh, penis waffles dipped in chocolate and stuff. I was like, that's what it looks like when it comes out sometimes. That is so bachelorette party. It was a novelty brunch item for sure. And they didn't have coffee, which was weird. I was like, these faggots need coffee. They need to wake up. Oh, they just had Coke. Cocaine. <laughs> they had a barrier in front of the stage, too, so it was kind of hard to tip. And the girls, they're like, no, nah, I need to get down and get in the audience and get this cointada. So I hate when stages put a barrier in the front. Or like a big like gap section where just like boring security guards stand. You know what Half I mean? of our act is taking money from the audience out of their hands. Bitch. It's called the look and feel of realness. They need to feel it. Feel it. Touch all of this face. I mean, you'll, you'll probably cut your finger touching my stubble, but you can touch it, honey. Actually, Girl, that's why I'm the gloved loved one, honey. Uh, yes, yeah, glove. Yes, love. There's so much good drag everywhere. Um, in Australia, especially. Yeah, Vanity, uh, Queen Kong, um, Troy Savigny. 
Troy Sauvigne for sure. She is looking like uh, Bella had deed and the Olsons had a little baby's hooker sister. This I love layering lingerie and socks and like little scoochy outfits. This looks like the scoochiest little pretty baby Brooke Shields outfit layered with some like Daria, my so-called lifeness and the hair. When I say the wig does a lot of the work, I mean it. But the tapes that they snatched her eyes up with too, baby, Troy yeah. looks good. Yeah, she does. I, I mean, I think she had a. I think maybe someone slipped a Premarin into her Fanta, <laughs> a Premarin or two. You got to take a Premarin or two. Well, Tits. look, I mean, she's got a little perfectly symmetrical little angel face already, and she's in her 20s. So I want to see what she looks like doing it herself when she's in her 40s, not with a team of experts. Girl, she used my face That's chart. what I want to see. I got stars in my eyes, honey. She used <laughs> your face chart? She used your your wig manufacturer because this oh, is baby. It's a little bit Willamesh. This is a very go wig or go home moment, I feel like. The, it looks like it's grown right out of her head. A little bit of a root. What mm-hmm. is going on with this out? I'm like just seeing the outfit now. Is it like, is she wearing it's tights like a little and then Burberry a high slip. green sock? Uh-huh. It's like layers on layers. It's like, oh, I'm babysitting, but I still want to be comfortable. My boyfriend might come over. The armbands are a little Madonna. Yeah, it's giving like forever your girl, but also like call me now. This is this is like phone sex worker, but still at home, like hot teen babysitter. Uh, hot and sexy girls are standing by to take your call. Yeah, hot and standing girls are slutting by to take your calls and texts. Do you Put think the tokens that on? Do you think that she has um, really backed herself into a corner with this? Because now everyone's going to go to her concert and be like, do drag. Oh, she didn't do drag. I was really disappointed. No, because I really like her music. I would rather her do poppers and drag. Because my thing about drag is... Poppers? If you can't... Yeah. Oh, okay. Double Scorpio. My I thing about drag is, is you can do drag if you want... You're not a drag queen until you put yourself up in it. Like Todrick does drag, but he's not a drag queen. Sure. Because Six paints him and like other people paint him who are great at what they do. And he does great drag, but he's not a drag queen. You know what I mean? He's never like sucked dick for money or like had to like, you know. Or had a beer bottle thrown at you and called a faggot from a car driving by on the street as you're walking from one gig to another. Exactly. No one's ever like yelled at you in the parking lot. Hey, suck y'all's girls dicks. Where are you going? Y'all pretty. I've never seen you around here before. I've never like, had that yelled at me. Well, you're the you're pretty obvious. part. Oh. <laughs> um, like that's the difference between being a drag queen and doing drag, in my humble opinion. I hear that. Um, and I learned about humility um from uh my good friend Shangela. Um because we're both fucking great. Humility <laughs> and- Johnson. We're drag queens, and we drag queens have a level of delusion about them and grandiosity, much like me and Shangela and you, um, kitty cat, meow, meow, purr. I think that Troy is not a drag queen, but he's doing great drag here. And I said he and meant it. Yes. uh, She looks great. Good for her. Have you seen the meme of... um, 
her edited into the video phone video with Beyonce and with Lady Gaga. Gaga. And Beyonce. Yes, I loved it. It was doing funny. chair work. Like, here's the other thing: she's never had to like iron out ones and like wash her hands after <laughs> counting the ones because they're so fucking dirty. You know? Yeah. How your fingertips turn black. Yeah. That's so she's not a drag queen yet. Is there potential there? Yes. Do I want to borrow this wig from her? Yes. Do I want to not return the wig fully? Like yes. The I want to return of- it as one big dreadlock. You returned it as one big dreadlock. I want to help her super glue rhinestones to her corn corsage. Don't do don't do all that gonge. Don't joke about that. <laughs> um, we have a little spotlight uh, that's sliding down the rainbow. And it's called Moonlight, the Midnight and Sunset Mix by Girls of the Internet and Bimini. You can't fight the moonlight, so let's listen to this song, Moonlight, mm. the Midnight and Sunset Mix. I didn't know about this. What? I didn't uh, know about Mama, honey. Yeah. When did this happen? I had no idea. It happened last Saturday. Um, so my drag mom is with the angels in a drag closet in the sky. Her yeah. Name was uh, Worthy Meacham, and also known as Mama. She was a she was one of the people that taught me about like always saying yes to charity gigs and being generous with other people, even ugly girls. Um, and she, she told me like, she was the first girl to tell me like, you need a little bit of color in your face. You can't just be doing blacks and smokies and topes. And she said, here's some yellow magenta and purple. And I still have the palette and I still use the yellow. And this was like 2001. She got me my first gigs she snuck me into clubs when I was 19. She was a great drag mom. She um, taught me about, like, Bob Mackie and, um, you know, how to put a condom on with your mouth. Um, so many wonderful things. She was a wonderful, wonderful woman. Always had a nail on. Um, and uh, she passed away. And I'm sad, but I got a new drag mom which is great. I always have a backup drag mom. So I'm a Colby now. Her name is Mocha Corbett Colby. And she took me in. She, I'm under her wing now. And um, Mama is looking down very happy because Mocha Corbett Colby also has fashions. I know that Mama had been going through like some health 
struggles for a while from what I heard from you. Yeah. And like, it's, um, I guess it's, it must've been hard for, she was always so active and like going to Disneyland every week and stuff and gay days. And, uh, she, she watched her own physical abilities being halted while like, you know, she was still up here. She was still everything, but, um, it's sad. And, but she left a great legacy and exactly i, I mean any, i saying anything bad about her which i can't say the same about me so like that she's goals honestly she was a great drag mom totally i have a i i worked with mama when i was first starting out drag like in los angeles you were in transcontinental with her weren't you too uh, yeah 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 at the key club or the rainbow room or something probably back when yeah i i don't remember blues. i don't remember where we did it but it was it was a really cool. It it was we like opened for some like major music act, and we were like the drag yeah. queen like opening band. It was Justin Tranner's brand, Semi Precious Weapons. Mm. I think. Team. Um. Uh. Mama was always at drag strip with Mr. Dan and Casita Del Campo, and like Queen of the Whole Wide World, and. Best in drag. She was always doing something for charity and yeah. trying to um, leave the place a better, leave the world a better place than she found it. And um, that's what she taught me to do at a dressing table too, and a station. She's like, leave your station clean, you know, make sure you clean it up because that's how you you lose stuff and you forget it. If you don't clean, you'll lose an earring back or your your lip liner or something. So she always taught. And I think she also just wanted me to make sure I didn't forget any of her shit because I was always carrying it in and out of the club. Right. Because that's how that's how I would get into the club. Is she'd say, "Stack, put your arms out," and then she'd stack like four garment bags. So when I came into the club, they couldn't be like, "Where's your ID?" I'd have all my shit, and she'd just be like, "He's with me. He's with me. Come on." And I never got carded, and that's how I got into clubs for like a good year. Was just being Mama's plus one and her drag slave, and it was I was very happy to be there and. Um, I learned so much from her, and uh, I. She's probably not listening to this because she would always tell me to shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm very grateful for her. And uh, you know, you were nourishing some up and coming queens this week too at the Miss Hell's Kitchen Pageant in New York City. Yes. Did yes. You adopt any I, new children? Did you find any young legendaries? I'm large? not. I'm not really in a position to adopt children, but I do love, um, I do love pageants. Like, let's be honest. You don't have no babies, do you? Uh, Nebraska is my daughter. Daughter. Yeah, but we're waiting on paternity tests, I heard. Oh, okay. Because they said the sample was tainted. Oh, okay. I got, I got three babies. I got Jade, I got Neil. I got David too. I got three, I got four babies. Neil, David, Jade, and, uh, and Ty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I do love participating in drag pageantry whenever possible in the capacity of like not competing. I, I mean, I have to give a huge shout out to all of the queens who competed in the Miss Hell's Kitchen pageant here in New York City. Uh, girl, they were fucking amazing. Where was and it? The what winner, club or bar? The winner was Ms. Amanda Pork. That's P-O-R-Q. Oh, French? Because she's fancy, yes. She's fancy. I love that, Amanda Pork. That's a great name. Yeah. Um, Girl, just some of the fucking... And 
Lyra Vega uh, played piano, and then afterwards she was like, I'm going to be playing piano for you guys at Race Chaser Live. So oh, cool. she competed, and she's going to be um, with us on um, Monday or whatever day we're doing that. Drag, want to do it every time. Now, speaking Wanna of Hell's Kitchen, you're in Hell's Kitchen on Fox, the TV Wait, show. Wait, I just did Miss Hell's Kitchen and Hell's Kitchen just aired. What the fuck? It's called a tie-in. Did your publicist do this? No. We mm. filmed Hell's Kitchen like two years ago. Is when we filmed it. It's me and Gabe at oh, dinner. So a while ago. <laughs> it was that long ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> Say no more. Um, well, you look beautiful. I'm on um, the show. I've heard I haven't watched it, but I'm on the show I've heard for about two seconds. Um, Gabe is on it for one second. Um, and, uh, yeah. You'll need to update your IMDb. There was no food. No food? No, uh, apparently the the plot of the episode is, like, the the chefs had such a hard time that they ended up not even sending out food. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because I didn't get to eat that night. Like, there was no food sent over to our table. We literally just sat there. We were starving. I had some drinks though, so that was nice. Did they pay you? Uh, I I don't I don't think so. I think it was just like a no fee. <laughs> no fee. It was no a food? chance. It was a chance to dine in the celebrity dining room on Hell's Kitchen. Oh, I mean, you also were paid an exposure, honestly. I was, and drink tickets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think they had drinks. I don't think I would have done it if there wasn't drinks. Yeah, I don't think so either. No drag. But I dressed like a devil. Yeah, I dressed like a devil because it was like hell, hell's kitchen. Oh yeah, and it's on at Halloween. I love that. Girl, I love that they save the drag. Fucking the drag. You know, it's either uh, it's either June or Halloween. One of the two. Girl. Girl. Girlina (laughs) Girlana. I haven't watched it, but go ahead and watch it. I like to expose myself to larger audiences that have no idea what drag is. Like that's that's one of the funnest parts of drag is like when you get to do drag in a place and people are like, "What? What is that?" You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you understand I love, that. Um, I think shock value does have value because it takes people out of their comfort zone, and then if you can shock them while and while they're still like open-minded and surprised and then make them laugh or smile you got them you got them the rest of your life you know they were shocked by my beauty baby i'm shocked <laughs> i need a defibrillator bitch meow meow like when rupaul sends those girls home meow. <laughs> all of them no, there was like a lip sync and like the girls are crying and like one of them's going home and then RuPaul and one one of them is dressed like a cat and then RuPaul goes It's a it's a meme. Oh. It's a meme. I love those I love those RuPaul girls. You're from the RuPaul, right? Oh yes, I am from the RuPaul. Now, have you been uh paying attention to the Madonna? Oh look clips? at Ginger's back there. Say hi to Ginger for me. Ginger <laughs> Is that Ginger? <gasps> no? Oh, never mind. <laughs> She'll hear that later. Have you been paying attention to the Madonna clips? 
I have been paying attention to the Madonna clips. I also got my Madonna tickets. My breast friend and breast Judy, uh, Gina, gave me an early Christmas present, got me a Madonna ticket. Oh, bitch. What privilege. So I'm going, and I can't I'm wait. I'm so excited to I've go. I've watched every clip I could find online. The the um, Live to Tell one with the AIDS memorial made me cry on Instagram. And Instagram has never made me cry until now. Because watching yeah. that clip, it was just like... And I was with Gina, and like Gina knew a lot of the people too, you know? Um, yeah. So... I like the Bob, everything that she incorporated Bob into. It's like he's the MC of this three ring circus, holding it all together. Madonna's facelift settled beautifully. It, it finally is sitting right where it should. Um, and we can talk about it because we know and we all love and appreciate plastic surgery. So it's nice to see everything working out for her. Me? She's on tour. No, not you, bitch. Oh. All of us. Huh. I'm going to take you to the vet. Watch out, honey. I'm Get you spayed. I'm gonna put you in a cone. <laughs> cone. You got cat scratch fever. I'm just. I'm so. It. It's triumphant to see Madonna out there doing the damn thing because just not that long ago she was having like a serious health crisis, and she's out there, honey. She's well, turning well, girl, it. You, she's doing all the hits. I heard the tea on the, her health crisis. It's that. She got silicone in her butt in Italy, and it was a pulmonary embolism that went to her heart because no. the cone. Yeah, that's what it was. She was she was trying to fight Father Time and get her dumper pumpered. That's well, what it so was. What did they do? Did they have um, to take the silicone she's out? She's got a hole in her butt. Well, like, so do you. I've I've seen your Craigslist. Listen, bitch, I'm talking about a cone <laughs> hole where they had to dig out the cone. Oh. Yeah, but she looks great, and um, the dumper's pumping, and Roberta is keeping her active and fit. Bob, it just looks beautiful. His, her giant cowboy hat and her, her wig that's just piled high with hair. It's um, Lauren did it, who, works, who worked with Paul Huntley, um, a legendary wig maker who also helped Alexis Stone with her Cruella recently. Mm. Um, legendary uh i'm just so pleased as punch for my sister to be right where she belongs she's a giant star next to one of the other biggest stars of the world madonna doing her fucking thing she's got the yeah. clipboard in one ship she's like you're not on the list you're not on the list and then she's like oh basquiat go in it's it's so pleasing to see people doing exactly what they were meant to do and bob clearly is the fucking star so major. Why don't we go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. Okay. We are back, 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 back again. Ooh, kitty in the cave, honey, kitty in the cave. <laughs> This is the moment where we go, the naming of cats is a difficult job. (laughs) Naming the cats is not easy to do. Jellicle cats, jellicle cats. (laughs) Get in the cave, bitch. I love Um, saying words wrong because Nick gets really mad. (laughs) Um... (laughs) 
Um, so this is we're the moment go where we go spelunking, spelunking unking, 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 deep inside, inside the, the DMs. This first message from comes Steph. From. Bro, uh, it's short, so I'm going to read this one. Take it, bitch. Only in the interest of time. <laughs> from Steph, Brody, and Joey, dear Alaska Willem and precious, precious Dipper. Precious Paula Dipper. On the most recent episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Meredith Marks' son, Brooks, comments that she is wearing a 40-inch ponytail to go snowshoeing. Was that a 40-inch pony or was that 40 centimeters? Because that didn't look 40 inches to me. Is this 40-inch gate part two? Love you hookers and love the pod. Steph, Brody, and Joey. I've seen the episode. And I think I know what's going on, what is going on here. Uh, I think that 40 inches has become the new 22 inches. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's just uh, a number that's popular that people tend to reference when they talk about lengths of hair. Because T.S. Madison did the 22 inches. Everybody was 22, 22, 22 until that. Yeah. Then it became 28, and now it's 40 because of Lux. Yes, because Lux and the whole, like, Irene Dubois, like, oh, is it 40 inches or not? It's a specific number referring to hair length that I don't think the hair was anywhere near 40 inches. I think it's just a way of saying, like, oh, you have really long hair on. That's what I think. Well, me. Mm-hmm. Friend of the pod, Brooks Marks. I have one of your tracksuits, Brooks. Brooks, if you ever want to come on the pod. And I know your mother, Mimi. Big fan. <laughs> Mimi Marks is Brooks Marks's mother. They have to be related to the Marks. Mimi Marks is the most famous Marks in the world, other than is, Marks and Spencer's. Is this giving um like Faith Hill, like when she had that very pixie? Is it Dharma and Greg? This hair? I can hear you skeeve. It's kind of um Jen Janine Garofalo. Okay, sure. If your hair um, wasn't flipping out like this in a certain time period, like you just couldn't even exist, I don't think. Kind of looks like our assistant stage manager, Hannah, too. It's very that. Why don't you read our next uh, message? Sure. This comes from DK. Dear Alaska Showers, Willem Van Cartier Colby, Big Dick Drips. Today is me and my humans two-month anniversary, and it got me thinking. I'm an early ed major education, and soon-to-be part-time Sally Beauty employee and a performer looking for bookings. To quote Alaska, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. And I'm thinking all income I'll be have coming in will go towards dragon weed. That being said, I love the idea of spoiling my boyfriend with gifts. Do you have any advice on how to navigate this, this situation? Much love. Deadly kamikaze. Oliver. He, they. Okay, yeah, shoplifting. <laughs> shoplifting and blowjobs. Both are free. Do those, bitch. Yeah. Next message. I actually read about on Reddit some mother-in-law buys all of her daughter-in-law's Christmas and birthday presents at Goodwill. Oh. Um. So okay. there's always that too. If but it seems like you like them, so maybe stick to blowjobs and thievery. Yeah, I mean, those are a, those are good advice. I feel like those are like the keystones of drag too. Yeah. Like we are founded on it, kind of. Yeah. I think that uh, I think Upon it's very <laughs> it's very difficult 
uh, in in the current like financial situation of like the world, it's it's you do have to like work multiple jobs to find yourself with enough money to live. As far as like showering your partner with gifts, I think you don't have to spend a lot of money to do that. I think small small tokens of appreciation are. I think even more sort of special than like, oh, I'm going to spend a bunch of money on something and like go into debt to buy you something. Yeah. Like Madonna said, dress them up in your love, which means put your tongue everywhere and then spooge. Okay. All right. All right. All right. This message comes from Antonio, gals, dipper, and all enemies of the pod listening. On this past episode about the musical in season nine, you reminded us of how there is a fake choreographed session where the gals learn for the first time the routine and they look terrible. And right after this is the real session, so it looks good for TV. I had a couple questions about this. Does the guest choreographer participate with the gals during all these real sessions? Are the cameras rolling at all or did the camera people leave? Is there secret footage of this somewhere for a future RuPaul's Girls Gone Wild? Does this all take place on the main stage or in some other place? How long do the gals get for this? Some of these routines seem very complicated, including finale episodes. When they do the big routines with the finalists, there's no way that they pull it out in one day. Love you all, Antonio. What do you think, Willem? You seem to be shaking your head. I'm shaking my head because I never made it far enough to get a choreographer on my season. You've been on two seasons. You know better than me, bitch, so you got to take this one. I would just And a be- bloop. I would just be conjecturing, and you know I like I only deal with facts. Here's what really happened. Often the actual dance rehearsal goes into over hours, and so the cameras are union, so they can't stay up. So the cameras are gone, and it's just the girls running with a skeleton crew going over the dance uh, with, I think, the, the dance captain usually stays, like whoever the guest choreographer is. And, uh, yeah, you just drill it into the night and then sometimes in the morning, no cameras. The category is cat knowledge. Nothing you dance matters unless the cameras are rolling. Dance a dance of a thousand kitties. No dance moves that you perform matter unless the cameras are rolling. Cool outfit. Slamming outfit. Save the last dance. How about that? Is that um, Kristen Stiles? Wait. No, it's Julia Stiles and uh, Julia young Stiles. Olivia Pope. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and next she does message. that hip-hop-inspired final dance for Juilliard. Oh, my God, I hate and it. And blows them away. Oh, my God, it's so bad. She blows them away. Well, I blow a lot of people away, too, but that's just at the Eagle on Wednesdays. Wet Wednesdays? Mm-hmm. Thinking of naming a wet willies. Uh, dear Alaska, Wilhelmina, and Big D, I first need to thank you for being my moms. About two years ago, I got a job as a mail carrier, working about 12 to 10 hours a day. So my need for podcasts naturally became life or death. That's when I found the pod. And I can't explain how grateful I am to have maybe four months of just straight race chaser shenanigans. It felt like you were actually my moms. You might have been a you have been a great queer resource for me in my formative queer years, and I'm grateful for all the insight you've given me. I've been hooked since day one and always look forward to foremost expert questions and opinions on Drag Race week by week. 
The reason I've reached out is that I am in need of your beautiful intellect and wisdom. My whole house is actually at the your beginning of the year. Whole house, H A U S. My at the beginning of the year, my chosen family began a group journey into the world of drag. We we perform at amateur nights, the bigger clubs, exclusive shows, anywhere people will have us. We are trying to be booked and busy divas, but we are finding it difficult to balance the life of having a day job, yuck, and the nighttime responsibilities that come with being a working girl. We are curious. What are the ways in which we can guarantee longevity in this business before reaching burnout? How can we stay inspired to do what we love without it, letting it totally overwhelm us? Thank you for everything, moms. I've attached photos of each house member to ensure priority boarding into the depths of the deep depths of the DMs. We were shooting for a variety, a little bit of everything. First, we have the house mother, Moronica. She suffers from impeccable cheekbones and hung members, which only made it fitting for her to embody Alaska. Next is king of the house, Freddie Lee Vaughn. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Third, we have the pride and joy of the house, Polly Amethyst. She brings the boobs. Lastly, it is I, a Mandalorian. <laughs> Me, myself, and I. That's all I've got in the end. Thank you, a Mandalorian. Okay, so Moronica oh first. Goodness. Oh my god, Moronica. Moronica is Cock. blonde himbo bottom meat in Chuck Taylor Converse's dick halfway down his thigh. The quads. Look at the quads on him. They're better than mine. Shit. How do you Come, how do you have your shoes and socks on and a hat, but no clothes? It happens to me all the time when I'm getting fucked. What? I guess my I'm pants not, are I'm too tight to take over, to take off over my shoes. Oh, see, mine are. I wear like I wear like baggy shorts a lot. So you'd say they're loose? I'd say they're loose. I'm not loose. It's not like you have to set up scaffolding around my hole, you fucking cunt. What are you implying? Do you put a whole house around your hole? <laughs> I put a cool house with ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> Toll um, house. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the keepler elves get chip. mad too. They're like, "This is our territory." These titties. <laughs> oh, the titties no, are love. Chip. I don't work. I don't work at that theater no more. The titties um, are juicy and delicious and pierced. Yeah. Ooh, and the cheekbones on Monica are very severe. I like that. Uh, also, polyamethyst. That's polyamethyst with the titties, and then yeah. a Mandalorian. Uh, I don't know. Is she the one dressed up like Jimbo? Um, uh, oh, maybe. Wait, no. Is that Jimbo or just a run of the mill night terror? I can't tell. (laughs) And someone's dressed up like me, which I always appreciate. The black garbage bag look, the blonde classic hair. You said it. Always appreciate that. You're right. (laughs) Fucking dick. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a dick in a blue shirt going on, pointing downward. No, that's uh, sexy. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> I see what no, you're No, the cock. Uh, yeah, there's the throbbing engorged cock. Uh, um, Trixie, it, they have a Trixie impersonator too, also in a blue dress. I was confused. Um, I'd say my advice on not getting burnt out is if you have to do a day job and a night job more than two days in a row without sleep. The third day will feel really hard, probably, unless you're really Red Bulling or Celsiusing. And make sure you give yourself like the fourth day off or so. Because yeah, you can burn you the candle to... at both ends for only so yeah. long before it meets in the middle. And then you either 
need a new candle or um some sleep a maison de la croix candle a maison de la croix candle burning in the corner for the trade as the yeah. only lighting in the room with a silk scarf over it and i mean also to put it in perspective realize and accept that drag when you're first starting out doesn't really give you money because it just sort of takes all the money that you make and goes Mm -hmm. back into drag. So like once you accept that, then you realize like, okay, my job job is to like pay my bills and sustain myself. Drag is sort of like a fun, like hobby that takes all my money. There's no, but, there's no way to avoid that when you are first starting out in drag. If you're working at Sally's, you can probably just say a lot of stuff was damaged or inventory counts and change them and steal makeup and stuff and rat tail combs and then resell it to other girls that need it too. Start like embezzling uh, and oh. really upping your, um, <laughs> your, your theft game. And when I first started drag, we didn't have Amazon, but now there's Amazon and their return policy is beyond liberal. It is like, it's radical. Yeah. You can send a rumpled, soiled garment back to them and they will send your money back. So utilize that. Manila going to wear in Houston? (laughs) 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 We joke about that because... Everybody knows the story. By now, we've told it like eight times. <laughs> so I <laughs> tell it again. <laughs> there was a, a promoter in Houston who tried to get money back from our uh, our shared my former agent because he said Manila's gowns were rumpled and soiled, and he tried to get money back after she did a gig because her gown wasn't steamed, soiled and rumpled. <laughs> soiled and rumpled gowns. that's a mom girl I was wearing a fully soiled gown at at Miss Hill's Kitchen but it wasn't rumpled Pietra Parker was my backstage helper she is an icon and a deep friend of the pod now and forever she's amazing and I wouldn't have been able to get up and drag without her I heard you were rumpelista they called you no, but, but once she like steamed my my garment beautifully, but then afterward I was like, oh wait, I haven't worn this in a while, and there's a reason because it literally has like stains down the front of it. I think it's just like from drippings, like I don't know, drink drippings or sweat drippings. A lot of times, girls will wear um, a choker, and when they start to sweat, the makeup will run down and drip. Are you, does that happen to me? You're the one in the choker, bitch. A choker? I don't even know her. <laughs> What's the next message? Uh, I believe that is all the messages. Um, but we want to remind you one all. last time, Race Chaser Live is happening in just a few days. Mm-hmm. Monday, October 23rd, October 23rd at Queens Theater in Queens. Get tickets. They're available now. You can go to queenstheater.org. Yes. And we have a very, very, very special guest, a fellow New York City girl like us, Lux Noir London. Have you seen the meme of her as um, Velma from Scooby-Doo? And she's walking down the stairs and then the wind blows her skirt up and you see her little thong and she goes, ooh. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ought to, be, ought to be young and 110 pounds. 
Girl, she's amazing. I can't wait to see her and to see all of you. So come see New York City, the New Jersey Girls. It's going to be an amazing show. Tickets at queenstheater.org. And I don't know if you've caught this, but I just watched two episodes of Scary Very Delta back-to-back. It's a special month here at Mom. We're celebrating yeah. Halloween. And every Monday, Delta celebrates her favorite time of year with special guests like Sugar and Spice, Raja, Cheryl Hole was there. Um, and next more. Week we have Ann Moore. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited for her. I just got her rider, though. It's crazy. There's a bunch of prepositions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we want to, we want you to join Big Dipper and Meatball for Sloppy Seconds Takes New York all month long, including a very special finale to that series that you won't want to miss. And over on Mom Plus Gold, we have our special Halloween makeup series, Boo Bitch, with the likes of Selena's Titties, Mayhem Miller, and co-workers of Ann Moore, such as other luminaries as well. Yes, you know we like to keep it spooky kooky nooky over here. That's what we do. And we want to thank you very much for listening to Hot Goss. And remember to be kitty cat cordial and take a moment to rate and review our show on your podcast apps. To sign up for Mom Plus Gold, (laughs) visit mompodcasts.plus. And a shout out to all of our Mom Plus Gold subscribers who are listening to us behind this episode, behind the, who are listening to this episode ad free behind that good Pussycat paywall. Mm-hmm. Pussycat wig. And a special shout out to Amanda Lorian, a diamond member who used her Meow. diamond perk for a letter priority on the show today. Because if you're a diamond member, you get letter priority on the pod. What is a DeLorean? It sounds like an ancient dildo. We <laughs> love it. We know you're listening, Amanda Lorian. Thank you for being Diamante. Follow us on oh, Instagram at Willem. It is not cubic zirconia. It is not. It is not preciosa. It is diamond. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska five thousand at Race Chaser Pod and at Mom Podcasts. And stay safe out there, every meow. We will be back next week with another steaming, vibrant, scalding meow. serving of. Hot Goss. M. Oh. M. Mom. To get access to our monthly video episodes and tons of bonus content, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Alaska, Big Dipper, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Who, me? Who, me?